0: Imagine what it would be like to turn your tech nose into tech yes. So if you're tired of feeling overwhelmed by endless hours of charting and tech management and having less time for your clients, then I invite you to join the Tech Savvy Clinician Crew. This is an online community where I'll teach you how to set up systems that'll do the heavy lifting for your business. And we're not talking about just how to set up an EMR, although we will cover that too. We cover everything from how to set up your inquiry process using Practice Better, maybe you use Calendly, Google Forms, whatever makes the most sense for your business processes. Things like setting up Practice Better automations and creating a better onboarding experience for your clients. Maybe how to connect Zapier to a Google Form so you can send an automatic email based on their responses also talking about how to optimize your website for SEO so you can get found on Google, and so many more topics like email marketing, which website platform to use, and more. How do we do all of this? We have monthly events, so we have a monthly workshop, and we also have a monthly Q&A or solution session where we take one of the members' problems that they want to solve, and we do a live session helping them solve that tech problem. Every month, you also get templates, so that could be a practice better template, a Zapier automation template, newsletter, Canva, and more. And part of our favorite features is the weekly co working. Every week, we get together virtually and have a weekly co working session so that we can stay motivated alongside our fellow dietitians in a supportive and dynamic environment. And of course there's community. This group is for fellow like-minded weight inclusive private practice owners. And there's just nothing like having people to talk to who just get it when it comes to business. I would love for you to come join us today. Right now it's just $27 a month to join the clinician crew. If you sign up for quarterly or annual memberships, you get five or 10% off. Come join us at cliniciancrew.com. Hi and welcome back to this week's episode of Dietitian Turn Designer Podcast. I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday and a good new year. I don't know if you're like me but I am not a big fan of resolutions but I do love picking a word for the year and this year I've picked two words and they are authenticity and clarity because I just feel like those are the two things that I really want to focus on this year. As I am Learning more about myself as I get older and learning more about my brain and how it works, and that you know, accepting that I'm neurodivergent and what that looks like for me. I just really want to be able to focus this year on that authenticity piece and finding clarity, not just in business, but just in other areas of my life as well. So, if you pick a word, I would love to hear from you and to hear what words you chose and why. But today, I wanted to actually talk about podcasting. So, if you already have a podcast, you know why I think you should start one because right, you saw the benefit in it. But if you've been curious about why should I start a podcast, like what would be the purpose of someone who owns a private practice or a small business to start a podcast? So if you need any of that data, if you're analytical like me to think about, you know, what would push you toward actually doing this if you are interested, then I hope that today's episode is interesting for you. So I want to talk a little bit about the statistics first, because I feel like I could sit here and say the reasons why I started one, and I will do that. But I also wanted to kind of start out with some statistics. So there are over 3 million podcasts. There are more than 460, 460 million, I had to check myself, 460 million podcast listeners. And it also says that about 41% of the U.S. population listens to podcasts monthly with 28% doing so weekly. So that is a huge amount of people listening to podcasts every week. And we just like listening to podcasts. Like the majority of people find that it's nice to listen to something while they're multitasking, especially. So it said that most of the time listeners are engaging in other activities like household chores, commuting, or doing a hobby. So it's just more likely that someone is going to be able to listen and multitask while they're listening to your podcast versus maybe sitting down and watching, you know, a 30 minute hour long video. I'm not saying people don't do that. I do a little bit of both, but there's just certain activities where I'm like, I want to listen to a podcast for this versus I want to go watch a video on this. So I think there's a place for both and having a podcast lends itself toward being able to reach the people that want to have something to listen to while they're doing something else. Also, if you work with a younger population, it says that 63% of Gen Z consumes podcasts. So if that's a population that you are trying to reach for your services, it's something to think about. And then mobile accessibility, it says that 73% of podcast listeners in the U.S. use their smartphones for listening so it's really important to make sure that your podcast is accessible and optimized for listening on a mobile device. It talks about commercial potential. I don't know if that is your goal. It's not my goal. My goal is just to provide education and to provide content for you guys to be able to take and actually act on and make your business or your life better. I don't really get any monetary return on this. I just enjoy doing it. And I found that this is easier for me than writing a blog post because I can sit here and talk and provide value without thinking over the top <laughs> about how to write a blog post and getting stuck in my head. The words just kind of come out. I edit it. I post it. Hooray, everyone wins. So that is why I turned to podcasting. But some other reasons to think about is number one, what I just mentioned. You need to think about what type of, of content is easiest or more natural for you to create? Do you find that it's more natural for you to write? It's funny because most of the time I would say yes for me, but not when it's from this kind of standpoint of, you know, do I have the choice of writing a blog post that needs to be, you know, very optimized in my mind for SEO versus I can provide a lot of quality content through recording myself talking and engaging with guests, which is really my favorite part too, is talking to other people and learning about their stories and the things that they know about that I don't know about. So again, think about your why. Why do I want to do this? Because if you can think about that, I promise you that you will last a lot longer and you're not going to burn out as quickly. It's the same thing with social media. If you do not enjoy social media in any shape or form and it stresses you out, it's not going to be beneficial for you to put all of your energy there. You know, maybe you have a little bit of a presence so that people know you're real and you've got that street cred. Maybe you delegate it to someone else to do it for you. But if you don't enjoy it, then I don't recommend you stressing yourself out about doing it because it's just going to burn you out even faster. That's why with social media, I don't put a ton of pressure on myself. You know, if I can post something two to three times a week, great. If not, the world's not going to end. I do tend to be active in stories and in messaging with people and just actually using it as a social aspect. And that's kind of how I look at it. So again, think about your why. Think about the benefits it would give your business, of course. Like, is it going to enhance visibility and establishing authority for the thing that you um, are known for? Is it going to help you have a deeper connection with your audience, which is one reason why I like to do it? And then, of course, you're sharing valuable information in a very personable way. People are hearing you talk. They're getting to know you. They may feel like they're in the car with you and just hanging out and learning from you. And that is something that can't be necessarily recreated through, you know, just reading things or making social media posts. And then if you are going to do all of these things and you're like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I'm not going to go into the details of what I specifically recommend far as like tech specs or how to, you know, get started with that thing, because that is something I offer in the clinician crew. We actually just did a workshop in November on this exact topic. And I literally go through and tell you exactly what kind of tech tools I use, what programs and softwares I use to um, edit my podcast and what AI tools I use to make things go a lot faster and a lot less stressful. And So if you're interested in that, definitely join the Tech Savvy Clinician crew because you can watch that recording and then you can come to the group and ask questions. And if you want to, you can sign up for one of the monthly solution or strategy sessions where I can help you with this as well, one-on-one. But keep that in mind that you do need to think about at least what kind of microphone are you going to use? How are you going to record your podcast? How are you going to report it when there's a guest if you decide to have guests? Are you going to do episodes or a series? You know, how is it going to be structured? Where are you going to host it? And then after you get the tech pieces down, think about the content creation side. You know, how are you going to choose the topics? Like I said, are you going to have like a series of different episodes on a similar topic? Or is it just going to be willy-nilly, kind of like what I do right now? And whatever you feel like would be the most helpful for your people to hear about on an individual episode basis. And then thinking about the style of your podcast. The thing that takes me the longest, just like with stock photos, where I spend way too much time trying to find the perfect stock photo, is also spending way too much time trying to find the perfect music. And also you need to remember that you cannot use licensed music. So you can't just go and be like, you know what? I love this T-Swift song. I'm going to use that. You cannot do that in a commercial sense unless you have the license for that. And Most of us don't. So you need to find like royalty free music. And keep that in mind. So that's probably why if you're listening to a podcast, you're thinking, why don't they use something I hear on the radio? That's why. And then think about how are you going to let people know about your podcast? Are you going to tell your clients? Or are you going to post it on social media? Are you going to post it on your website? How are you going to get the word out that you've started this podcast? I can't remember the exact statistic I read a while back, but basically a large percentage of these millions of podcasts that are out there in the universe don't have more than like six or seven episodes because people get started and then they just stop. So again, if you start a podcast, I would hope that is something that you are doing because you enjoy it. And that is something that can be sustainable for you. And that's something that you enjoy and you want to continue to do. And then as you continue with that, think about what, what does success look like for you? Do you have a certain bench mark that you want to reach when it comes to data, like a certain number of listeners? What does it mean to you? Is it just a personal goal? Is it something related to, you know, getting affiliate links or commercial value from having this podcast? Because the strategy that you take with this is totally different from if you're just doing it to create content. So you need to think about, again, what your goals are and how you're going to measure those goals. So, I would love to hear whatever questions you have. Again, if you love talking about this kind of stuff, I encourage you to come join the Tech Savvy Clinician crew and ask away, ask all the questions you want, come to the workshops, come to the monthly solution sessions, sign up for one. Again, it's basically a one-on-one strategy session um, that we just do live on whatever situation you're trying to solve when it comes to tech or online business, starting a podcast, website stuff, branding stuff email marketing, all of those things. So I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next time. Are you tired of DIYing your website and brand, but maybe you're afraid to let someone who doesn't quite understand what you do, do it for you? Well, as someone who has experience in both the health and design industries, I'm uniquely qualified to help weight-inclusive private practices and businesses create beautiful brands and websites that showcase their talents and vision while staying true to their values. You can reach out today to chat about my services, or you can check out my free resources on my website, and you can also get the link in my show notes. And don't forget, you can always come hang out with me on Instagram, where I share tips and tricks, and of course, a few cat photos and memes as well. Thanks for tuning in to the Dietitian Turned Designer podcast. As your host, I'm passionate about providing valuable insights and actionable tips to help entrepreneurs, designers, and help professionals build weight-inclusive businesses that prioritize authenticity, compassion, and inclusivity. We've had some amazing conversations with industry experts about topics from weight inclusive design to web development, marketing, and more. And we're not stopping there. We've got even more great content coming your way. So thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out, we hope you'll feel inspired to use your designs and marketing as tools for positive change in the world of health and wellness.